Hey guys, and welcome back to the Scale Without Social podcast. So I'm super excited for today's interview, and this is going to be perfect if you fit in line with the one to two to five to 10% that we've been talking about over the last few episodes that actually do want to build your business by essentially showing up like an online influencer. So yes, this is a small facet of the community that's listening, but I think it's an important conversation to help you make the decision that's right for you and your business, whether or not you want to leverage social media to build your business or how much you want to leverage social media. And today's interview with Jackie Richards, who is a dear friend, a fellow top leader, and honestly, just a brilliant mind when it comes to doing, quote, social selling. (laughs) or using the power of things like short form video on apps like Instagram or TikTok or Facebook to build your business, Jackie does it the right way. So she's sharing all her tips and her wisdom in the next two interviews. And in this week's episode, we're going to focus more on the tips of how to do it the right way, along with sharing a little bit more of Jackie's story of how she got to where she is, which is leading a team of thousands and being a you know top leader, top earner within the industry. So can wait to see what you guys think. Hi friend, welcome to the Scale Without Social podcast. Are you looking to build a long-term passive income stream without having to become an online influencer? Are you searching for ways to stay focused and spend your time wisely? I'm Heather, an entrepreneur for nearly half my life. My passion is helping entrepreneurs create simple systems and use time-tested strategies to take their business to the next level. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you break down those big goals and grow your business debt-free without having to sell your soul to social. In each episode, you'll have clear action steps and homework to hold you accountable to taking that next step towards your dreams. Are you ready to dream big, gain clarity, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, guys, I am seriously so excited to introduce you to the Jackie Richards, a dear friend of mine. And if you don't know Jackie, she's going to share a little bit more about her story But the wisdom that she's going to share for those of you guys who actually are looking to build your business, leveraging social media. So if you've listened to the past few episodes, you guys are the ones who have that specific gifts and skill set to build a massive passive income, leveraging Instagram or even apps like TikTok. And Jackie is your go-to girl for helping you be able to do that in the right way. So she's going to be sharing both her experience and her story. And Jackie, it is just such a blessing to have you here today. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. I am just, I love what you're doing. I think it's amazing. And I'm happy to share today about my experience in case it helps anyone. Oh my gosh. Yay. Well, it's it's seriously a thrill to, to be able to talk about this with you because we are kind of coming from two different lenses on this and that you definitely are talking your, your people and your amazing team that you have built with Saint. You're one of the top five artists in the entire company out of almost 30,000. That's amazing. And I want you to share your story even prior to Saint. So tell me about where you're from, your life growing up, and what your life was like before you got into the business of network marketing. 
I love it. Okay. It's just like a loaded question, but here we go. I come from a family of 10. We are like your classic Mormon family, lots and lots of kids and no stepkids or anything like that. Grew up very poor, obviously 10 kids. It was, things were very, very tight, uncomfortable, all those things, but we had a very loving family and we were very, very big on education. Like everyone, it was just like, Hey, everyone's going to get an education. I attempted an education. I almost did all four years at a college. I didn't get a degree or whatever, but I, I was always very driven because I always had it in my head. Education unlocks the key to poverty. That was just like drilled into my head. You have to get an education if you don't want to live the life that we did. And ironically, I didn't get a full education. I, again, I have like almost four years done, but I do not have a degree, but I've always been of the mindset that I want to work. I, I just, I like working. I like feeling fulfilled. And so I've always knew that that was kind of my path. Like even when I was a mom, I knew I wanted to work. So anyways, I discovered network marketing like most people do, you know, on Instagram, scrolling Instagram. I, I saw, oh, people are doing stuff. I remember Beachbody, I think was my first like exposure to it. And I was intrigued. I was definitely someone who did network marketing backwards. <clears throat> I actually would go to YouTube and I would look up compensation plans of other companies and I would watch these trainings that other people would do from lots of other network marketing companies like Arbonne, Beachbody. And I'm just like soaking in the fact that these people are making a lot of money and I had not chosen a company. This was in 2016, but I was just like, almost just absorbing it all. Like, wow, this is remarkable. I remember I listened to Ray Higdon like for months and months and months before I even had a company. <laughs> I was just like selling myself on the model. So I'm very, very sold on social selling the model and multi-level marketing, all of it. And that was in 2016. I then joined what I call like my first husband. Everyone <laughs> has like a first husband network marketing company. We were great things. We were in love, but it was just not it. It was not the thing. So then in 2017, I did find Saint and have stayed married for five years and it is lovely and blissful. So yeah, that's a little bit of like my upbringing into segue of social media. Do you care if I share a little bit about what it looked like? Maybe not social media, social selling, what it was like when I first got started and versus yes. now? Yeah. Okay, sure. I love it. You started from a belief in the business model. Like that's what made you decide to do it. But I know from your story, and I can't wait for you to share that you yeah. did start obviously from where you are now. Totally. So. I hope we can get more into this, but a lot of people do confuse network marketing, this business model with influencership, meaning being famous on social media, being viral, being someone that is an absolute sensation. And can they go together? Absolutely. Sometimes they, they pair so nicely. And personally for me, I always wanted that. Like, and, and hear that everyone listening. I always, I wanted to be an influencer paired with social selling. It just, for me, the impact sounded huge and I wanted that impact. I crave that. It's very much so a part of why I do what I do. But with that being said, what's really remarkable about this business model is you don't have to be. So for three and a half years, I built on, on Facebook and I had built belly to belly. I, so in 2017, I joined Saint and I remember I posted in my local Las Vegas moms group. I lived in Las Vegas at the time. And I was like, I'm looking to get makeovers. Like, I don't know anyone in this area. We were a transplant from Idaho in this new crazy big place. And I was like looking for makeovers and I would meet women at parks, which I know sounds really dicey now. Like looking back, like what was I doing? Taking my child to parks in Las Vegas, giving makeovers in 90 degree weather. I don't know, but I was very driven. And I did that. I really don't, like, I'm just to be clear, I don't endorse that idea anymore, but I that's what I did. Belly to belly work. And I did a lot of building on Facebook. Like I went live on my personal page and I was posting every single day, not just about my product, but just like, Hey, I'm, I'm showing up here in the workplace. 
And so I was on Facebook a lot and I was doing belly to belly, like building connections and in it. And just, just so everyone hears like that can work really well. And it did work really well. So I made some money that first year. And then I started to kind of notice within that first year, one of my leaders began kind of like partnering with other companies that, how do I describe law affiliate? Okay, perfect. So I'm very big on observing what's working for people that are making more than I am. Like, I love to kind of like observe, okay, this person is selling more than I am. This person is recruiting more than I am. And so I would like success leaves clues. So I would go and observe, okay, so my leader was really knocking it out of the park. One of my leaders, I should say. And she was partnered with a hair company. And they would provide sponsored ads for, for her. And, and so so she like got this great personality and she's just like so fun to watch on live video. But she had partnered with a company that was able to like push her out into this algorithm. And um, it was amazing. Like her sales were so reflective of this exposure. So that's what I'm always very big on teaching is that you're not low in sales, you're low in exposures. Though mm-hmm. so I noticed that her exposures were just massive because she was, being, you know, one, she's so fun to watch. So as is, she was going to do great with her personal warm market, but she was being kind of almost given this gift of like, mm. wow, you just got shoved out to millions of people mm. through a sponsored ad because of this company. So Heather, that is not necessarily super duplicatable though, if we're being okay. honest. It's something that is like wild, like, you know, that's, that's great, but like not all of us are going to get like these partnerships with these companies that are going to do that. So I still like, I just put my head down though. And I was like, whatever, let's just keep doing this the, the kind of not old fashioned way, but just like how network marketing goes. Like, let's just keep show, showing up on your social media and building those one-on-one connections. And who knows, like a Facebook party could change your business, et cetera, et cetera. Then fast forward to 2020, Instagram reels rolled out and I was already kind of loving TikTok, but I wasn't ready to go all in on TikTok. It felt like a lot, but I liked Instagram. And I began working on Instagram Reels. And what I have found and what I love so much about the short form video of Instagram Reels is that it took that special scenario of partnering with a company that was like, what almost felt lucky. I don't want to describe people's work, but, but like, you know, like, oh, wow, like they they chose you to be their sponsored ad. And all of a sudden it's for everyone. Like people can grab onto short form video. And I see numbers in my team now that I'm like, who are you? Like you are from nowhere land and you are selling X, Y, Z. And it's like, and that's because they're grabbing onto the gift of short form video. So I'm such a fan of short form video, AKA Instagram reels, Facebook reels, and TikTok because it absolutely changed the game. And I watched it do the same for me when I grabbed hold of it in 2020. So prior to that, no, I was a nobody. I was just really big on building connections and still building up exposures within what I had control of, which was my own personal live video and all those things. But I just, I love how now with short form video, a lot of us have a shot being our own sponsored ad, like getting, you want, you want to reach millions? Like you have that it's for free now on Instagram reels. And does that happen every time? No, but you have a really good shot at it. So that's my little spiel. (laughs) I love it. And so, you know, for you, you see it as the, something like partnering with a company like Lange, which again, we've talked about, you know, on here, people are probably familiar with that, which is an affiliate company. I mean, you can't sign somebody else up or you can't even Mm -hmm. sign yourself up. You have to be kind of selected or approved to do it. Whereas the same concept that can help build someone's exposures, which I love that word, which is essentially what leads to connections. So it's the exact same, 
mm-hmm. you know, the, the end result is connecting with the people that you're exposed to. So what it does, what short form video does is it just increases your exposure. And so for you, you now obviously believe and have not only believe, but have seen that duplicate onto your team with everyday real life girls. I mean, Heather, like I just, the numbers that we saw three years ago out of like, take the top 10 that we usually would see. I mean, you know who they are, like those, those cows. And I love them. Like they're, they're like my bestie. Like I've looked up to them for years. I still do, but I am, my jaw is still on the ground when I look at girls on my team and I'm like, I don't even know who you are, but you're holding a candle to what they did that used to feel so untouchable. And I just feel like, I'm just like, yay, yay for you for taking a chance on your foreign video. <laughs> like you didn't get like, there's nothing like they didn't come in with extreme relationship equity. They weren't influencers before. They're just people that were like, so we go hard on my team with short form video. And that's, which I know is like, you know, contradictive, you guys like Heather here is like without social media and I love it. But I equally am so fascinated with the, the, the option we have for free social media. To build <laughs> I love it. That's what's really cool about your story is that you have seen it duplicate with the everyday woman. I wanted to touch on episode 14. I did a reason that when people sometimes hear about others selling like hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. makeup or, you know, these top sellers, they can start to get that FOMO or feel like mm-hmm. they have to do all the same things and post three wheels a day and, you know, do all of right. the work that those, the hard work that those right. people are doing to achieve those results. And certainly you and I know that that's not always necessarily the case for, for having to build a long-term residual income. You don't have to sell a hundred thousand dollars basically. Oh, right. Let's talk about that. Cause I feel like some people, when they see like some of the they've seen that they're having, they, they're right. a $2,000 in sales, which for us would still be in the top 5% of the entire company. And right. when who's wait, hard pause, like yes. hard pause, like everyone hear that. If you're selling that top 5%, that's remarkable. I feel like you should pat yourself on the back if you're a social seller and you've touched that. Like that is great. Okay. Keep going. No, I love that you said that because whether someone is choosing to build their business on, you know, as a social seller, meaning they are, well, actually, I would love for you to define social, social selling specifically oh, yeah. too, but before we get into that, whether or not they're doing that, if you're having those kinds of results, you are mm-hmm. experiencing amazing, life-changing income and in- impact potential right. having to have those crazy results, which are always going to be a small, a small few. Yeah. I'll, I'll define it, but I do, I do just want to say it's not sexy. It's not a top seller board. It's not something that's going to get you a ton of attention or like roses from your upline, you selling $2,000 a month. But that is why this industry is remarkable, is so amazing. Is because if that fast forwarded by te- five years or three to five years, whatever it may be, like you keep up with that, maybe like one recruit a month, $2,000 every single month. I'm sorry, but that is what what will change like that can be super sexy in three to five years so I as much as you know Enneagram threes or my high achieving people (laughs) listening to this want to be you know the top 10 or how do I bust into you know over ten thousand dollars a month in sales like you know go for it or whatever but please note that that's not what this is that's why wow there's so many rabbit holes with this but that's why network marketing that's why I did personally 
choose this over just being a blogger or an influencer. So I know I said I wanted I wanted that. I I do. I want to pull in influencership with being a network marketer, but that's because network marketing is so inclusive. Like the the bar is really low in terms of like anyone can do this. Like it's I'm not we're not asking people to be something like famous or anything like that. So these $2,000 a month in sales is like so cool because that really is the sauce. Like that consistency will change your business. So anyways, that's my little thought on there. But social seller versus network marketer. I'll be honest, you were the one who opened my eyes to it when you we talked in January about this. And I, I took a picture of it and I, I showed it to my team of the differences. But I really do feel like a social seller is someone who is utilizing social media to almost grow that influence. It is for a lot of people that want to, I guess... They're 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 up for the challenge of it being almost strictly social media, whereas which for some people, a lot of millennials, they love it like Gen Z coming up like that is their cup of tea. They would rather like croak over <laughs> than ask their mom to host a Facebook event or something, like that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and if that is someone that you're like, I just don't want to like I want to build from nothing. It is going to be hard, but it is so doable and it is like a total option. But then there's, you know, network marketers, which I feel like is a lot of what I I truly did exemplify my first three and a half years of doing this, which was going to parks and meeting people. I mean, like, hi, I'm Jackie or, you know, someone like I would just I would join mom groups and just build up my relationship equity. And I would go live almost every single day. Like I was trying to actually just work on my, that more one-on-one connection. Whereas I feel like social selling is a little bit more like you're, you're, you're almost, I don't, I wouldn't say everyone's trying to be an influencer, but it is edging closer towards that than the belly to belly one-on-one connection. I don't know. Am I off on that? No, I, I totally, I totally agree. And I think one of the biggest things and a lot of the strategies that you teach are focused on building a following on social media. So you're focused on things like niching down, right? And we can talk about you know, specific we tips. Can. But really, really going in to treat social media as it's a business, not as a platform where you're just sharing your life with your friends and family. This right. is bringing on new people, connecting with more and more and building building growth in that way. And then using those connections or exposures, like you said, to create conversion for your business. Mm-hmm. And I think both are hard. I feel like both are, it's kind of like choose your hard, which we kind of talked about that before. This. Yes. It's like, you know, it's like the, either way, this industry is not, it's simple. It's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a very simple thing that's going on here, but it is going to be hard knocks and lots of whether you're going to meet someone at a park and share your product or whatever, or you're going to go the route of social selling. And you must know that it's a lonely route for a while, unless you are a unicorn personality and you're just a magnanimous, you know, character and people just flock to you. So yeah, you kind of got to pick your heart. Yeah, I love that you said that. Pick your heart because, and I think it is a little bit generational dependent. And I'm glad that you touched on that with, you know, the upcoming Gen Z. I think that that's what's attracting them to the network marketing or social selling industry is the fact that they can use the things that they've grown up with, right? Like they've been doing the TikTok dances and they've been, they feel comfortable doing their makeup on a, on a video. Whereas if you think about like the older generations, like, especially like 50 plus, I would say, they're the ones who are terrified to go live or terrified right. to 
but they'll pick mm-hmm. up the phone and call someone or they'll talk to their banker about their business. Right. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll do in-person makeovers all day. So I think it is, it is a little bit of a generational difference and it's so important to be able to serve all the facets of how to do this business. And you're right. It's not, it's not easy, it, but it is yeah. simple. It is simple. Yeah. But it's all inclusive. It really is. Like, I feel like, you know, that's why network marketing is so cool is that it can take someone with maybe little to no skill set and be like, yes. let's pick a spot and go. Amen to that. So you really dove in. You said it was in 2020, right? When, when yep. Instagram came out with Reels, you kind of shifted your business focus to go hard on Instagram. And it has really paid off for you. And you built an incredible massive following that's still growing to this day, not just with customers who are coming to you for the makeup, but they're coming to you for advice on how to build their own social media business, which is really exciting. So what is, what is that journey looked like for you? And because I know you had to learn to, you know, kind of learn out loud, even in a lot of ways, right? It's not like you were automatically an expert in that field. So walk yeah. through that journey and then maybe what it's looked like recently for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I just had always heard from podcast after podcast after, you know, training after training, you know, serve your audience, serve your audience, serve your audience. And I just... <sighs> I don't know. I d- it didn't really click. Like I thought I was serving when I was doing my makeup tutorials in 2019 and 2018. Like I was like, I'm serving, you know, but I don't know. This one makes me a little uncomfortable because it, it forces me to realize that maybe I'm not great at makeup, but I, but I am great at sharing value in other areas. So to anyone listening, I absolutely love my company's product. I use it every day and I think it absolutely solves a problem. But when it comes down to growing, I think you have to leverage true passion. And I have like this insane true passion for like normalizing success for women online. And I want people to come to me for that. And I, and I, I can show, I feel like my reels where I'm like giving value with social media, maybe hold a little bit more water, but that could be a limiting belief. I don't know. We'll find out when I listen to Bob's podcast next. I'm not (laughs) sure, but I just feel like it's, and so for me, it works. I just kind of just do 50, 50 at like every two reels I'll do on, you know, giving tips on Instagram or social selling. And then I'll do some makeup stuff. Cause I'm not going to ever sit down and stop sharing makeup. Like I love it, but I just feel like I, people can feel my real, tr- like this insane passion with my other content. <laughs> and then they trust me more. So whenever you serve someone, whenever you give value, people remember that. Like when you're helpful, people remember that. And they, it creates a feeling, it creates an emotion for them. And then, so it just bleeds into everything else. So yeah, I sell quite a bit of makeup because of my value I give on Instagram, but I also sell, you know, quite a bit of the earrings I love, quite a bit of the hair, you know, products I love. So it's just, and so that's what I really do try and teach to anyone in any facet of network marketing that's showing up online is that give value, be valuable and people will trust you. Like, they'll be like, okay, what else, what else you got for me? Laundry detergent next? Like I'm, I'm down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I just, I found that true meaning of service in my content did lead to sales, but yeah, it's, I know it's going to hang up a lot of the listeners because they'll be like, what's my value? What's my value? What's your niche? Yeah. And I, and honestly, I'm glad you're bringing up the word niche because I've actually had this huge shift in how I feel about it. Help me share. I will. I haven't publicly shared, like really shared about it on Instagram because it's such a hot topic right now. Totally. That you need a niche. And personally, like, I feel like I was 
<laughs> this is going to sound bad. I feel like I was that mom that made her teenage daughter feel fat because I was because of the, the pressures I, I used with niche because I, I really did see for me it worked. I had a niche, y'all. And I freaking saw it reflecting on my back office. Yeah. I was getting new followers. And so I would go to my team and I'd be like, y'all, we got to get a niche. This is the way it is. And I think that that's what I mean when I say it was a little bit toxic. It was like the mom making her kids feel like they needed a diet. And and I, I've since it's been two years since I went down that path and I've realized it wasn't necessarily niche. I'm sorry. I know Brock Johnson <laughs> was featured on this podcast. I know there's a lot of other experts listening, but I have found what I think actually it is, is passion, purpose, storytelling mm-hmm. is what really drives up views, followers, trust value is all of those things. So your value doesn't have to be, I give tips on how to make easy family meals, you know, and I'm just going to go hard in the direction of like 30 posts about easy family meals on my social media. It really is like what lights you up. It's the passion. And again, you could kind of see like, even like as you're watching on Zoom, like I light up when I'm like social media tips. Like it really is this like thing that lights me up. And it wasn't necessarily the niche. It was passion and that is duplicatable every person listening has passion purpose and a story and then everyone can you can take like let the weight fall off you don't necessarily have to have this said niche on instagram to succeed i think it's just leaning into who you know you are and i think you can refine it over time and it gets it slowly becomes to be whittled down a little bit more to niche or whatever we're going to call it but (laughs) <laughs> I hate using it now though. I found Heather, it was paralyzing. It yeah. paralyzed my yes. knee. And yeah. that was the worst. So Oh my gosh. I love, I love that you clarified that because I actually do think that 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 um simplification and really diving down to what makes you you and then leveraging, if you choose, social media to share that passion, that's what's gonna make people come to you and build that trust. That's gonna, mm-hmm. you know, when you share, like you said, whatever it is, they will right. Come for that, that value. And I think that actually is, it's such a more duplicatable thing than really just going all in on a thing. People have found that they went, like I saw it in my own team. Like they were like, I did it. Like, and they would, oh my gosh. Like I would scroll their feed and it was impeccable. And it was like people being on a diet and checking all the dang boxes, but there was no soul. There was no, there was no passion in it. There was no humanness. And that's, I feel like I've tried to like kind of say that. And in some ways I did last year when I was like in my height, my peak of growing, like I was like, be a human, but like have a niche. But it's like, no, wait, I think it really is just be a human. And that's where we find in network marketing that, you know, I, there's some people that are million dollar earners with with a following of like a thousand people. Like, you know, there are people, and it's because they're very, good at telling their story and being passionate. And when they pick the phone up and they call someone, they can feel it. And that's what's selling. It's not always like this impeccable feed and this perfectness and the niche that's on point. It's the passion and purpose and storytelling behind network marketers. I love that. And two additional things that as you were sharing your story with that, that kind of came to my mind. And speaking of Bob Heilig, which his episode aired right before this, which is, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about this. But basically he, I know he would say that anything that creates, he calls it gross oriented action in yourself. So like if you were, if something does kind of scare you, you have to lean into the hard, to your hard, that that is something that you should, you know, 
lean into basically and leverage for your business. But then he also talks about, and this is something I learned from him, that people don't always do what you tell them to do. They do what they see you do. So I think the fact that you're teaching people how to build your business on social media by showing them how you build your business <laughs> on social media, I feel like that is an, another important principle when it comes to traditional network marketing and things like duplication is people can duplicate what it is that you're doing. They absolutely mm -hmm. can. They can show up and share passionate short-form videos about the stories and the things that they're going through in their lives or the things that they love. So I think, I know Bob would feel proud of a <laughs> definite gold star for you, Jackie. Yeah. Okay. So I know this is a little bit of a cliffhanger ending, and I know you are dying to hear more from Jackie Richards, but we are going to share the rest of this interview next week where we tackle some really tough topics like burnout in particular. So Jackie's going to continue sharing her wisdom for those of you guys who are just pursuing all facets of how this integration of social media, or as Bob Heilig calls it, marketing with your selling business and how to do it the right way. So I can't wait for next week and can't wait to hear what you guys think about this week's episode. So make sure to head on over to the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs group on Telegram. You can search it right up in the Telegram app, or you can text the word podcast to 912-405-8912. And again, I'm so excited for you guys to continue the conversation over there, and I'm happy to help y'all with anything you need. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found value from this episode, it would mean the world for you to leave me a review or even better, click those three little dots on the bottom of your screen to share with a friend, sending you hugs and gratitude. Have a great week.